0: Welcome to the Vision Boards Work podcast, where we dive deep into the art and science of manifestation. I'm your host, Brie Reese, your favorite manifestation coach, certified in QHHT and hypnotherapy. And I am thrilled to be your guide on this incredible journey of unlocking the power of your mind. Each week, we'll explore the fascinating world of manifesting, quantum physics, and spirituality. Through engaging conversations with visionaries and everyday individuals, we'll share real-life manifestation stories that will inspire you and show you what's truly possible. So get ready to tap into the limitless potential within you. The Vision Boards Work podcast is here to empower you to manifest the life that you've always dreamed of. The best is yet to come. Hey guys, I thought I would come on here and do something a little bit different and share a few scary stories with you guys, real stories that happened to me. So you're hearing it from my mouth and let's get into it just because it is Halloween week guys, like it's coming up. Um, It's really only four days away. So I don't know about you but I love scary stories. I've been watching real life scary stories. I think it's on Hulu um by celebrities and it is just wild to hear, you know, the things that have happened to them so and manifested for them, right? Like this is a different kind of manifestation. This conversation that we're having, this is going to be about manifesting supernatural ghosts or uh, entities, whatever you want to call them. So let's get into it. So the definition of manifestation is an event, action or object that clearly shows or embodies something, especially a theory or an abstract idea. So if you've never seen a ghost, some people have and some people haven't. Have you ever seen demon possession? Some people have, some people haven't. And there are these scary movies out there that really, really explain and show not maybe explain because how can you explain the supernatural? What what I do know is that there are many different religions that believe pretty much the same thing. So as a Christian, um, my theology is that there's three main levels. There's heaven above earth that we live on and hell, the lower world. However, within heaven, there may be multiple levels or realms, including the idea of the seventh heaven mentioned in some texts. And the specifics can really vary between different Christian denominations. I really consider myself a spiritual Christian, um, believing in Gnosis and like you know quantum physics and the supernatural stuff um, and and you know my faith has just gotten stronger and stronger and the reason I do want to explain more about this is you know there are scary stories manifestations that have happened in my life that I'll I'll explain here in a little bit and give you guys the scary story that really have heightened my faith and strengthened my faith so It's really interesting. I've learned too in the Islamic belief, there are seven heavens also, with each heaven being more glorious than the one below it. And these heavens are seen as places of reward for the righteous. That's what the Islamic culture believes. In Hinduism, The Hindu cosmology includes the idea of multiple realms or dimensions, and there are seven upper worlds called locus and seven lower worlds called talus, with earth in the middle of those. So... So wild. Also, in Buddhism, in the Buddhist culture, there are multiple realms of existence as well, including the six realms of samsara, which encompass various states of existence, including heaven realms. So it's so interesting that, you know, I just shared four different religions in this world that believe that there's levels. There's different levels. And I mean, quantum physics and the new age stuff believes in like different dimensions and levels of that as well. I've heard 13 before 15. I've heard infinite levels or dimensions. I, I, you know, only you can decide what you believe. But there is something that happened to me in 2012. Well, let me back up. You know, I grew up, you guys, on Are You Afraid of the Dark? Do you guys remember that TV show back? It would be on TGIF on Friday nights, and it would be a part of SNCC. Um It was like Nickelodeon's, you know, for the older kids because it was Friday night. We were home. I loved watching that stuff. I also remember watching as a really young child, you know, with my grandparents, uh, Rescue 911 and that show Sightings. You know, it's just fun to kind of just... You know, have the adrenaline pumping and that thrill going on and your imagination going wild. I remember reading books like R.L. Stein books, the Goosebump books, where at the end of each chapter, there would be like a hook um, to get you to read on to the next chapter because it was like it, it scared you, but you wanted to know what was going to happen next. So... Bravo to those those authors who know how to, like, those writers who know how to really get people to either stick around for the commercial break or read the next chapter. Um, but I believe, like, it's just a healthy thing that we all have. We, like, you know, I know my kids are coming over now that they're older. We always, um, for the past few years now, I would want to say five years we have been playing games with when the trick-or-treaters show up. Um, we'll stop our game and go and see the cute little outfits that the trick-or-treaters have. And I mean, this is like, this is what life is worth living about. Like having fun and Halloween doesn't have to be scary. It can just literally be fun. Um, but I am not an advocate for Ouija boards or the black magic, the black arts, Um You know, having an intention that's evil is absolutely a no-no in my book. Um, So, if you know, that stuff is really real. And like I'm saying, like all these, even all these different religions believe in the underworld. You guys, it's really real. So I do want to share this story with you because this is a story that changed my life. In 2012, my husband and I were... At home without our girls. Our girls were spending the night at either their grandparents' or their mom's house, and we had a friend over. We're going to call him Tom. So it was Justin, Tom, and me. And we had decided to drink a little bit of alcohol and play music. And I actually. Performed a song on the piano, and sang it. And then um, Tom wanted to perform, so he actually put on an Eminem. You know, he's the rapper Eminem. A music video of his that was pretty dark. You know, I don't know. Don't know if you've ever heard the lyrics to Eminem's music, but it is dark. And so he actually had that on the TV behind him while he was rapping to the song, too. And it was so good. I mean, he nailed the performance. And Justin and I, at the end, were just clapping for him. And what was so weird is Tom it was like he didn't even hear us he didn't hear the applause he was off in his own world and he actually started crying he went to a very dark place in his mind and he started talking and crying about his upbringing and Justin and I we were we were kind of shocked that this was going on so we we went up to Tom and comforted him and Tom um was so weird. It was like a switch went off. And he kind of shook it off a little bit, but I could tell he was not acting normal. You guys, Tom started slithering on the floor. Okay? He started licking his lips. He went up our staircase and down our staircase, slithering like a snake. And licking his lips, and then he went into our kitchen, and I'm just like, I look at Justin, and I'm like, what is going on with this guy? Like, what is going on? So he then goes back to the fireplace where the TV is and everything, and he, his eyes then just end up rolling back in his head. And you guys, if you've ever seen the movie, like, Exorcist or any of those scary movies of demon possession, this is exactly what was happening and I didn't I mean it was just, I've never seen that before right and at first I thought this guy was acting I thought Tom was just like pulling our legs because this was just unreal right so his eyes rolled back in his head and Justin and I being Christians, and actually my parents have a, they had a deliverance ministry, so we kind of knew what to do if this would ever have come into our field. We would just pray over them and say, in Jesus' name, we command you out, right? So Justin's sitting there and he's doing that over and over again. And you know, you guys, it was almost like my husband's demeanor completely changed as he was over Tom's body. It was almost like in my mind's eye, I could picture like Archangel Michael putting armor on Justin's shoulders because that was kind of the, the posture that Justin had as then he said to Tom, who are you? So he addressed the entity that was obviously manifesting out of Tom. And so what is the scariest of this whole story, guys? This is when I knew. OMG. Tom in the scariest voice alerts out lucifer and oh my gosh i quickly jumped up i grabbed my house phone that's when we had house phones and i it was 11:30 at night you guys on thanksgiving and i didn't care what time it was i was scared out of my mind i picked up the phone and i didn't call 911 i called my mom and dad because they again would know what to do of if anybody was to know what to do, it would have been my parents. So I crouched down in our big closet and like in the corner of our closet (laughs) thinking that would protect. I mean, this is how scared I was and I dialed my parents and I told them what was going on. And I said, you know, Justin saying in Jesus name, I command you out and it's not working. What are we supposed to do? And my mom, thank God, she said, you have to call the demon by name. And I'm like, really? And she said, yes. And so I'm like, okay, thank you. Bye. I hang up. I go out to Justin and I'm like, you have to call it by name. You have to call it by name. So that is absolutely when he said, Lucifer, I command you out in Jesus' name. And you guys, I kid you not, the switch then turned on again. Tom came back to life. He what, didn't just jump up, though, but you could tell he was not feeling good. He grabbed his stomach and what he did was he stood up and he ran to the bathroom and he threw up. Justin and I are like deers in headlights, you know, while this is happening. We're just looking at each other like, is this for real right now? This is really, literally, we were scared out of our minds. So Tom comes back from the bathroom and you guys, it was like he was an innocent child. It was completely different than before he threw up he comes back and the reason I say that is he comes back in and he sits on the couch and he was like, you guys, thank you so much for having me over. I just, I love you guys so much. I appreciate you. And, and Justin and I were like, cool, you know, like, yeah, of course we were still like we were speechless and so we we just said well tom we're gonna go to bed and so he we got a blanket for him put him on the couch and then justin and i went into our bedroom and we literally were like oh my god did that just happen and we embraced and i mean we did we were we didn't want to freak tom out so we were still quiet whispering about this like trying to unpack what just happened you guys if it didn't happen to me, I wouldn't know if I believed it. I mean, it was clear as day. Oh my gosh. That was the moment that my husband and I knew that this is no joke. Like demon possession is very real. It can happen at any time. And I mean, uh, I just, that that's why, I, you know, my husband and I, we've been married for like a decade now and we have only seen we've only watched two scary movies in our home we don't like to invite this stuff in because we absolutely know this stuff is real and if if that was our first few months of being married was when that um entity that manifestation happened and so you know, that's why we just don't like that. There was some years, too, that I actually didn't know if I wanted to celebrate Halloween anymore because I just didn't like that that scary world. But now that I have done like shadow work and really looked at the parts that I didn't want to look at and really kind of come at, to come to peace with them, I just find that, you know, we all like the thrill of being a little bit scared, and it's not such a bad thing. The only bad stuff is if you're doing stuff to like intentionally harm someone, intentionally harm yourself. And you guys, now that I have seen what happened to Tom, I know, like I know, like I know that manifestations happen, right? I like I said, I've been manifesting, as you guys know, manifesting the good stuff on vision boards and and um, scripting and and things literally have come to life that I've dreamed about. I also know, I feel like I've cracked the code on the steps, right? There's an eight step process that you guys can check out on my website And that really, you know, unpacks the different steps of manifesting. Well, I believe too, that there's different steps of manifesting the evil and the entities and the things that were open. The dark stuff that was open that night was music. We were playing evil music. Tom went to the lowest darkest point of his childhood and his memory and his mind and he was also under the influence of alcohol so there was three doors there that were open for an entity to come in and take his body over so you guys i mean this stuff is absolutely real um i i mean just don't play with that stuff as if i can just imprint anything on you during this podcast is definitely you're not going to want to play with the dark evil stuff and you know this is another huge reason why my husband and I don't drink anymore um because it scared us silly I mean truly I'm so grateful that I didn't we didn't have any kids home they would have been scared out of their mind um and yeah so Just really important that we monitor our thoughts and our emotions all the time. We really want to be focusing on what we want and not in fear or lack, because literally that's what we get more of if we're focus. Whatever we focus on, we find. So when it comes to um, any of your emotions, you know, the lowest form of of. Emotions like they so all the um, human emotions they vibrate on a certain level, like we can actually measure these feelings. And so, guilt, shame, and fear are at the bottom, along with grief and apathy, at the bottom of the vibration that they're feeling, right? So I've heard this before and I'm going to say it again because it's so imperative. You know, what if we are constantly like, how do we get out of that negative feeling is thinking of a positive thought changing into gratitude gratitude is everything because gratitude ch- changes our state we automatically feel good when we go there what what when we focus on what we're grateful for and then we get more of what we're grateful for way more things to be grateful for and so if you guys have ever looked up the scale of human emotions and every emotion has a number next to it and again guilt and shame are at the bottom then there's apathy grief then fear then desire so fear operates at 100 desire is at 125 vibrates at at, at 100 and then desires at 125 angers at 150 pride's at 175 courage is at 200 and then neutrality is at 250 The goal is to neutralize your feelings and emotions so that you're in the now moment, right? So you're not living in the past, uh, in the what ifs where the fear usually can take over and you're not in the future wishing, hoping, praying, because then you'd still be in lack. You want to be in the moment, kind of like a blank slate. Then... You can focus on those higher vibration emotions, which would then be willingness, acceptance, passion, or reason. Sorry, reason, not passion, love, joy, peace, and then enlightenments at 700 plus, right? so like off the charts you can um be a little bit enlightened and a lot enlightened <laughs> um but you know really the where enlightenment what that brings is peace the goal is peace the goal is to really feel good and not feel and not live in that not feeling good state this is why you know we don't watch scary movies i don't read horror f- books i don't watch those stuff anymore because it just lowers my vibe right the goal is to be happy and to stay high vibing Um, that doesn't mean you can't recognize when you're having like a grief thought there's sometimes, you know, I think of the loved ones that I've lost and I, it doesn't make me feel good, but it's okay to honor that we're human. We have emotions. It's just, I don't want to stay there. You know, I could be a victim to my life or be victorious in my life. And I choose to be victorious. So. I have shared that story just in a paragraph. The one that I shared about Tom and me and my husband. And on social media, just like a snippet of that and a paragraph and people, the the amount of comments I would get in my inb- inbox just by that. I mean, that's why I really wanted to share this story today. I just thought it was perfect timing You guys enjoy your Halloween and be safe out there. And till next time, thanks for joining me. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Vision Boards Work podcast, released fresh on Fridays. We're dedicated to bringing you engaging discussions, thought-provoking insights, and a weekly dose of knowledge to kickstart your weekends. Don't forget to share this podcast with your friends and family. Spreading the word helps us grow and continue to deliver content that matters. This is Brie Reese, your host, signing off for now. Remember, the power to manifest lies within you. Until next time, keep believing, keep envisioning, and watch your dreams become your reality. The best is truly yet to come.